Maddie Chimber Podcast fans, thank you so much for clicking this link. I love you guys so much. If you guys are new, uh, welcome. This is be exciting episode. I talk about music. I talk about uh, high school, college stories. I talk about how you should draw dicks on passed out people. It's exciting. Um, and if you like that stuff, feel free to subscribe. I would love for you guys to be returning and just be a part of the fam. And with that being said returning people you guys are awesome the fact that you come back every week and you listen to this makes me wake up in the morning and um do very happy uh pay it forward type things and if you guys are new or returning or whatever please hit that like button it would mean the world to me um gets the algorithm going i know i say this every week it's annoying but you know i just want to remind you guys how important that stuff is and so uh without further ado you guys welcome to the maddie chamber podcast Hey, welcome back to a new episode of the Maddie Chimber Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Chimber. My middle name's John. I don't like saying that because it sounds too biblical. I have a very biblical name. My name, my full name is Matthew John Chimber, and it just sounds like I have sheep and I do carpentry for fun, and I don't need that. I don't need that. That's why I change it to Maddie. And then I change you ever you ever change your middle name too? Is that even allowed? Are we allowed to change our middle names? I knew my comedy name is Maddie Zach. My middle name's just a fucking guitar riff. Excuse me, um, what is this music note for your middle name? Yeah, my dad gave it to me. What is it? The little fucking what is it called? A whammy bar? I don't know, people. Guess what? Don't care either, because you know what? Live music sucks. I've heard in my life probably three bands that I've liked. And it's not the band's fault. I think it's the environment. Eh, it's sometimes the band. Eh, it's always the band's fault. What are we talking about? My idea of live music, 90% of the time, is just this band just absolutely blasting away on their instruments. You can't hear the singer, and you're in a bar that no one told you a band was playing in. And you know what? After years of that, I'm just like, can't do it. Although I did a show recently, and there was a band there, and they were great. But I'll tell you why I think they were great. It's because they had, like, new age instruments. It wasn't just, like, fucking... The fucking dude in the bass. I'm like, no one hears that. No one hears the bass guitar, let's be honest. Um, They had like synthesizers. They had like, it was just different. You know what? And I I enjoyed it. Um, You heard the vocalist. Maybe that's like a tactic for bands is sometimes you don't want to hear the dude singing. So like, let's just play as loud as we can. So in turn, him singing is just more of a visual thing and no one can hear the fucking shit. I feel like every band in high school, the kid that was the singer was just the one that had the most balls. He was the only kid that was like, I'll fucking do it. And they're just like, oh, thank God, because I don't want to do it. And then in turn, high school bands sucked. High school bands were funny. Was a high school band not just like the... Every talent show... The high school band was four kids that you didn't even know were friends. And then not on top of that, they had a band. And on top of that, they were now doing covers of Taking Back Sunday. And you're like, what? 
the amount of ammunition I have to make fun of you now is just absolutely pouring over. It is just spilling over the brim. Nah, I would never make fun of them, but the high school band, baby. What's your guy's name? Uh, we're called Death Death Party. Really? Because you all have Aeropostal hoodies on. Yeah, well, it's pretty death of us to have Aeropostal hoodies on, so go fuck yourself. My buddy growing up across the street, he had a band. I just don't like loud shit. They were just so loud. I just like, I need to fucking, I need some sort of control of the volume. I want to be able to hear what's going on. I don't want to just get blasted in the face. But I've played a, I played a, like when he, he, my buddy would play the drums and I'd go over there. I get the urge to just want to slam on it. You know what I'm saying? You ever just like, every time we pick up a guitar or like a drum, my urge is just to absolutely smash away at it. So I can see why you get a, a group of pre-pubescent horny boys. You have a couple of horny boys. That, see, that's a good band name. Like what's your guys' band name? Horny Boys. You're like, all right, seems pretty accurate. Bunch of horny boys slamming away on a guitar and drums, just very testosterone driven, just trying to play uh, some sort of classic rock. I don't know, is there high school bands? Like, what do they play now? Back in the day, it was like every high school band that I saw, they would play like. Yeah, we're doing this high school band bit. We're doing the music bit a little more. I don't know why I got into this, but we're just going to dig into it because I like the idea of just fucking... Uh, just a bunch of kids just sucking on music. I suck in comedy. Get off their back. I understand you guys are taking their side. I'm not making fun of them. I'm just working through this idea. I love where we're going with this, and I think it's funny to me, but... Kids would play like Taking Back Sunday. They'd play like Screamo. You heard a lot of Screamo bands... Um, what else? Taking Back Sunday, that shit. Like Metallica, I think. Anything that was like what they learned in their guitar class made its way onto the talent show stage. One funny story about a talent show in high school is this girl. And from, okay, let me pause there. There's like an audition process to get in talent shows. Apparently, I've never done one. I had zero talent. I didn't do comedy in high school, thank God. I don't think anyone should. Eh, don't say that. Um, and there's like an audition process, and this girl... There's an audition process. And how certain people got through, I think it was just... Like, I don't know how you were told you can't. Maybe you just... I feel like in high school... <clears throat> I keep choking. Um... You hear this fear in my voice right there? My allergies are bad or COVID. I don't know what it is. Um, I feel like for them, they can't not give you a fucking talent show. They're, they're like, you just don't have anything. Like, we want to give you something. You just don't have anything. So anyways, going back. This one girl, speaking of music, she was on the stage. And, um, you know, like those Casio pianos with like the pre-recorded like fucking, you know, elevator music-y type shit where you're supposed to play along to. And I feel bad. She went on stage uh, and she just hit the pre-record. In hindsight, this is genius. She hit the pre-record button and just stood behind the goddamn piano the whole time to the point where there was a, there was a point where I remember her standing there and we knew she wasn't playing and 
I wish I started fucking clapping or doing something just to kind of get the crowd going for her. But I remember one point she was just like, it was playing so long. I wonder if she got the light. Usually when you get the light in entertainment, that means like wrap it up. So there was a point where she was literally standing there behind this thing and then she went like this. She was like literally looking backstage for somebody. (laughs) Is that funny, guys? I don't fucking know what's funny anymore. I don't give a shit. Know what else room music for me is guys who bring acoustic guitars out at parties. Leave your trash campfire shit in your fucking room. God damn it. Know what's never been said? Hey, let's turn off Spotify and listen to somebody play a live song. Anytime I hear somebody strum on acoustic guitar, I just immediately start walking in the opposite direction of that noise. I do not like it. I don't hate acoustic guitars. Big John Mayer fan. I'm from Connecticut. I don't hate it. I'm just saying. Like the amateur, the the gap from amateur to professional gu- acoustic guitar, is that whatever, guitarist, uh, is just... It's just a dra- astronomical distance, and uh, you know, every fucking party we'd be at in college, my old roommate would just fucking bet, bring that thing out. I don't hate it or them. Let's just get that out the way. People take this shit so fucking serious. Like I'm really mad. I'm not. I'm. St- it's still silly. In the moment, I'm like, hey, cool, thanks. Let's fucking turn off Ti and listen to fucking shit dick over here. St- strum on this thing was I very angry about it in the moment no I'm playing this up because obviously me being wishy-washy on topics is not exactly the most fun and um that's how that's how comedy works people sorry I sound bitter because I had one of my videos I was obviously joking and people just went on this tirade like I was serious and I'm just like what like how many videos of me have to pretend to be shit and fucking dicks and vibrators and you know how many dumb videos do you have to do before people are like, oh, he's obviously like joking around? That's a lesson in comedy, how you, they can take one thing and then forget everything else. Anyways, fuck guitars. I hate them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just don't want, I don't know. Why don't I, why, Matt, why don't you like, this is a new thing where I'm going to start questioning everything I do. Why don't you like that shit? It's just noisy. I don't know. It's just noisy. I rarely... It's. I rarely find the joy in it. I feel like when you watch somebody play guitar, you're supposed you're you're oddly enjoying that their talent on top of the music, but it's just like we have this. We have the music here. It's done. It's mastered. I feel like bringing out an acoustic guitar is like somebody coming out and juggling. You're like, I don't want to watch. I like that's cool, but you're like putting it in my face, and you're turning off like. That's like turning off the TV and then your friend wants to start throwing up, showing you how he throws a football. You're like, dude, we got the guy on the thing. We have the guy up there doing it way better. Why are you doing this? Why are you, why is it, why are you making about you right now? You know what I'm saying? Is that why? That's at least in the party environment. And I'm doing so much time on fucking guitars and bands. I don't give a fuck. No one listens to this. Um, at bar and grills, when it's just like a close, like, I swear to God, when I, I'm at a bar, at like a, you're on a date or something, just, you, you know, like a place where you play darts, something like low-key to meet someone, get real familiar with them. Um, 
And they're like, all right, we're going to turn the music off. We got uh, Jesse and the Uptown Boys. Who's going to play some classic rock? You're like, my eardrums are about to fucking bleed because there's no volume control in this 20 by 20 room and they're setting up a full-blown band. It's always the fucking... Every, every time you're in a bar and grill, you know it's shit's about to defend when you hear the guy hitting the bass drum on the guitar to like... Or I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, in the drum set just to fucking like test it. Just... You're like, yes, it works. That's just like the sign that like, hey, we're going to ruin everyone's night. We're going to ruin all your night because we're going to start playing arguably indistinguishable songs. Indistinguishable. Is that what I'm fucking trying to say? I'm trying to get my vocabulary. I've been saying words lately, and as they come out of my mouth, I'm like, I don't think that word made sense there. Yes, here we go. Not able to be identified as different or distinct. I still don't think that's a correct word. I don't give a fuck anymore. Um. Anyways, but they're unrecognizable. That's what I was looking for. That's all it sounds like. You're just trying to listen to the girl across from you and her mouth is just moving. You don't hear anything. You're just like, I'm fucking going to kill these old 50-year-old dudes. Every band at a bar is 50-year-old dudes who wear those like Andy Cap hats and fucking just... And just, uh, just rail on that shit. There's always a group of 50-year-old women doing this. Woo! That was like their thing, girl. I guess that's the thing. They didn't have what we have. They didn't have Spotify. Radios were probably shit. I guess it back, you know, if you think about it, radios and means of playing music, although they had vinyl. But I feel like the crispness of live music to them was better than what was on. It was better than what was on the vinyls or the tapes and shit. So they're like, dude, these guys can do that here now. We don't need that anymore. That doesn't need to happen. So how do you guys feel about me ripping into this live music shit? I know some of you play music and that's cool. And I know, Again, I like it. I think it's a talentful thing. And uh, I played trumpet growing up. I played it in middle school. And then I I played trumpet in middle school and I never practiced because I was just like, again, I didn't want to bring it home. I had no desire. I don't even know why. I think I did it because I just knew there was field trips involved. I can be in the back. This guy was a dick. He used to make me stand up. And I didn't know how to, I didn't know what the letters were for the music notes, but I knew. If I looked at that music note, I knew what what to do with my fingers, right? And, but obviously, for each music note, there's a uh, there's a letter like a D flat, G, B, whatever the fuck those stupid things are. This fucking guy would make me. I'd be playing. I don't know what 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 about me that would single me out, but he'd make me stand up and go play a B, and I'd be like, ooh. And, like, you ever been, like, bullied within the band setting? You're like, I'm literally, like, the lowest of lows right now where this guy's, like, he's the band teacher. He's not really bullying me, but you're just like, 
I don't know. And I want to be like, dude, I don't care. I'm just here to fucking blow in this stupid fucking thing. So I don't have to go to that st- stupider thing over there. Because I want to go to fucking Six Flags on vac- on a field trip. That's all why I'm, I'm here. I'm literally... Co- I'm playing the long game so hard because I want to go to fucking Six Flags and miss one day of school. How many people in clubs and shit? Not for the club, but I'm willing to play the the four-month game and learn an instrument just to be able to leave school once. That's all it was. So so there's your fucking B, you nerd, you fucking nerd. I never flipped out on teachers, but one time. So for if you're on like did an instrument, we didn't go to like normal music. I can't remember what this was. I don't we didn't go to like a normal music class, but we'd go like visit the band teacher like it was on smaller groups because it was like our periods in in high school or not high school middle school let's get that right um and uh we would go meet with them because then he can practice that was more when he'd call me out but he would call me out in front of the whole band the whole band knows i don't know what g oh oh the band um he would meet us smaller groups and going back to wanting to flip out. There was this Puerto Rican kid named uh, Freddy. Was it Freddy? Oh, it was Diego. Freddy and Diego were very temperamental Puerto Rican boys that went to my middle school. Very nice, but they just would pop off. And in past stories, past stories, Diego uh, was... The kid in the goth story who would carry a Pringle can around with a mouse in it. Anyways, um, but he played one. He played an instrument too, and I remember he was in my music class. I don't think the kid gave a fuck. I think he was just doing what I do. We're like, dude, we're just here to fuck around. But he, you know. Anyways, one time he just snapped on this teacher. He goes, "Dude, you're fucking." He goes, "You're fucking gay." <laughs> he said that to Mister Mamlock, Walter Mamlock, the band guy. Uh, did he say you were gay or did he say, uh, he, he said something like you're gay and then he goes, you're a fucking asshole. And then Mr. Mamlock in nerd fashion, like adult nerd fashion where he's, he had the confidence of an adult, but you can tell his rebuttal was still that nerd boy who didn't know how to like defend himself. He goes, yeah, show me how. And then. Everyone was kind of confused, and he's like, fuck, you're a fucking ass. He's like, fuck you, you suck, you're gay. And he goes, show me how. Yeah, show me. He kept saying, show me how to Diego, and we were all just really quiet. And then, but I was just like, what? I I could just see him as like a younger kid getting picked on. Hey, Walter, heard you suck your mom's titty. Yeah, show me fucking how. Fuck. Oh, oh, oh no. And then he came at Diego with that same aggression. And it was a fun day. I remember just sitting there all quiet. And then. <laughs> okay, now imagine that happening. Just very awkward. There's like five of us. We all have different instruments. He yells at him. He storms out. And then after that, we're like. <laughs> 
were like playing after that mad awkward, mad awkward while I was connected Connecticut of me. Um, we're fucking playing in a goddamn empty. Th- we're in an empty cafeteria, by the way. Come on, Matt. Details. Let's go. We're playing in an empty cafeteria. <clears throat> Sorry, I almost choked. And then he stormed out. And then it's me. I remember the girl who had a violin. Mind you, none of us are good. So we're just like. <laughs> draining my little spit trap on my trumpet. I knew, though. I was like, you know what? Eighth grade rolled around in Connecticut. You're, you're still in middle school in eighth grade. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, and come ninth grade, they wanted to like automatically... This is what's weird, and it's like the first idea of like being in a cult, cultish vibes where they weren't gonna they they were gonna like automatically try to sign me up for band in high school. Like I had to, it was like almost like an auto subscription. You know what I'm saying? Where if you don't act, you're just like, what am I fucking? Te- what am I in band? I didn't sign up for this shit. Like, yeah, technically in sixth grade, um, you enrolled in band auto subscription, and you're now. I had to actively quit. I had to like seek people. I was like, dude, I don't want to do this. They kept sending me letters like, oh, welcome to band, Plant High School band. And I'm like, I'm not doing your fucking band. I knew. I know what band is in high school. I don't like trumpet. I got my six flags. I did my roller coasters. I paid my fucking dues, all right? You're not, you're not looping me into high school band. Color guard. Maybe I'll wave a flag around. Maybe you got your boy waving them flags around. Oh. And then I, uh, and then you're, then, and then you, you know, this is kind of full circle. And you, you know, you start to, f- then you like see the band. You, uh, I played, I played sports. Not douchey about it. But, uh, what about music? I'm sticking on this music topic, guys. If you want to leave, just get the fuck out. I don't really care. Good at whistling, though. Um, I don't know. And then I feel like you go. Uh... So it started then. But then, yeah, you get to college and college is just like the reintroduction of kids who just wanted to fucking play um, guitars. I had fucking seven roommates in freshman year of college. Went with Institute of Technology Boston. We lived in fucking Tansy Hall. Was it Tansy? God, that was so fucking crazy how long ago that was. I remember vividly that year fucking sucked. Freshman year of college sucked. Um, as far as like school goes, it was just like a wake-up call. Like, oh, I have to actually like apply myself. Um, anyways. Out of my... I lived in a suite. So within a room, there was one single bedroom. I don't know how the kid fucking got it. And then there was two other uh there was two other rooms and three people in each room so seven of us total and out of that three of them played acoustic guitar and i was like i'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of all you i'm gonna kill you waking up to just jam session like dude like freshmen's in college like if you now look back on it you're just like they were trying so hard to just rid themselves of just like whatever high school shit that went down and then they just got weird. Like every kid in fucking college and in fresh freshman year of college was just like 
trying so hard to be this different person, which is like just fucking hilarious. Because like if you look at them now, they're just so wildly different. They would do like jam circles. I thought they were like hippies because they can finally smoke in the room. And then I think after halfway through the year, like, oh, we don't even like doing this. I guess I did live with some fucking hippie-ish boys. They're actually they're really cool. One kid used to fucking this fucking piece of shit who lived uh slept on the bunk above me. Nice kid, but he used to fucking he would leave his this is like when you sorry, let me interrupt. This is when you like started interacting with different people, living with them for the first time. Just seeing how inconsiderate fucking people are. And he used to drive me goddamn nuts where I remember this kid who's he was on the bunk above me he would like put his alarm clock across a room and he would have like an 8 a.m. class when obviously me and the other kid didn't. Like days where he wake up early and we didn't. He would literally just let it fucking play. And I remember just being like, oh, there's pe- people suck. I want to fucking break it. To this day, that song that would play was Wake Up by Bone Thugs and Harmony. And I, to this day, when I hear that song, I want to punch somebody in the face. It is Pavlov's dog. Wake up, wake up. Get first off. Why do you have a song that's like themed for you waking up? You you suck. He was a fucking rich little prick that clearly just like never gave a shit. Dude, they like have these kids just failed out. You just meet kids who failed out and they're just little rich fucking losers. But anyways, he uh he would just have that play. And then I I knew I didn't like the kid, but you just kind of like you live with them, so you're just like, yeah, what's you know? You'd hang with them sometimes, other times you didn't, but. That piece of shit would he pinned his football jersey on the ceiling above his bed, and uh, he moved out and left it there. I remember after freshman year, he like moved out and left it there, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna take this shit down so I don't get in trouble." And the wrappers from my snacks that my mom brought me up would be like in there. So this little fucking rich piece of shit would fucking eat my goddamn snacks. I don't really care that much, but it was just funny to be like, "Oh." You're a piece of shit. And the other kid I lived with was a full-blown... Now I look back, dude, a high schooler. A freshman in college was a full-blown alcoholic. Dude, this kid would literally... I'm going to keep going. Dude, he... It was hilarious. And he's nice. Um, He... uh, He had just fucking... He would just get fucked up. Like, all the time, get fucked up. And we're like, oh, but even we're like, oh, that's not that. Okay, that's not good. There would be empty vodka. Like, remember the plastic jug, like, pop-off or shmi- or uh, fucking Dubra? Do you guys remember Dubra? Oh, my God. Dude, Dubra fucking vodka. That is hilarious. Dude, it was like 10, bo- 10 bucks for like a fat-ass fucking thing of it. Oh, my God, dude. That's so nostalgic. Nostalgia pop off. Now we're Dubra boys. Um, Just empty like handles of vodka behind his like desk and shit. He fucked a girl on my bed. <laughs> I don't really care. I only knew because I came back and my comforter was a different color. Not like just in an area. Like you clearly tried washing it and he must have did like the wrong solution or, or heat setting on the washer. And I was like, why does my comforter look different? And he and then obviously they didn't tell me. But then the kid who, lived above, who slept above me, he, he like we were still like cool. 
he told me, and I fucking, from that day out, I absolutely tortured the kid who was uh, the drunk. We would color on him when he would fall asleep, when he would pass out drunk. Every time he passed out drunk, we would draw all over him. Like, literally, like, clockwork to the point where we would start stuffing. I remember one time I put raisinets in his armpits. So after a while, it started melting, and it looked like his fucking armpit was shitting. (laughs) We would put, uh, we would lick Swedish fish and just stick them all over his face. We'd do like the classic eyeball on the eyelid, so he looked like he was just like fucking up. (laughs) One time we, and mind you, the hell he put us through for like the drinking escapades and shit, it was it was our retaliation. So I don't think we we're just like actively picking on a kid who had a problem. Um, he, uh, one time it was parents weekend, like that Saturday and Friday night he got fucked up obviously. So in good fashion, he came back, blacked out, annoyed us. And then we were like, well, let's get to work boys. And we had all Sharpies and, uh, we colored his nipples in, and I remember he had like a rugby match that night. Mind you, every psycho kid in college played rugby club because I don't know why. It was just like a weird every you're like you oh you play rugby. Wow, that's really fucking lame. Every kid like no ex high school football player played rugby. I feel like they're like yeah no I'm not doing that stupid shit. But anyways, um, he uh. What did he? Oh, anyways, he had the rugby match, and then we colored his nipples. And so, obviously, it's not going to wash off right away. He did as much as he could scrubbing. I think he got the visuals things off. I have a story of me getting drawn on, too, so we'll get back to that. Um, And he wore, like, a white Under Armour, and he had his rugby match, and then he came back, and it stained his uh, Under Armour where his nipples were, like this big blue spot, which I thought was really, really clever, but... This is where, this is so if you want to hear like the antics we have to put up with just so I can justify me drawing fucking billions of dicks and shit all over this fucking kid. Um, just billions of cocks all over his fucking face. Just like armies of dicks fighting armies of dicks on the other side. And this is the war zone. Um, dude, one time I remember he came back. Oh, what the he was drunk. I remember coming home. I was at a party. Coming home, my my dorm was at the end of the hallway. It wasn't on one of the side doors. It was at the end. So once I get off the elevator, I could see my thing, my my door. And I was walking down, and I remember just seeing something in front of it, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? It turns out it was four $100 bills, which I'm like looking around like it was like 2 in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is uh, pretty fucking great. And I was like looking around. No one was up. There was no one in the area. So I was like, okay, well, I just found $400. Oddly, it's in front of my door, and I go inside, and I go to bed, and uh, mind you, my stupid uh, roommate, the drunk kid, was sleeping. He was already passed out. He was just dead. I don't know what the fuck he did that night, whatever. So anyways, I hear pounding on my door an hour, I don't know, hour later, let's say, and I remember um, this girl was crying and this dude was with her and they're like, Dave, what the fuck would you do? Would you do with their money? And I'm like, oh God, here we fucking go. And 
long story short, I was like, hey, did you lose? What did he take? Like, oh, he took money out of her purse. I'm like, was it $400? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, well, here, I'm a fucking hero. I could have just, what if I was thinking too, I was like, what if I took that and just went back to my friends and partied and did shit? Good guy. So that was the shit amongst other things. Dude would just steal stuff. We'd go shopping in fucking like Newberry Street, which is like the cool street in Boston. He'd fucking like, okay, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. And I'm like, oh, fucking motherfucker. Dude would just like come out with a fucking bulge in his pants. And I'm like, dude, can you not get fucking get me arrested right now, you piece of shit? So it was just like drunk, dumb antics. You know, the kid cleaned up, but he would do this thing. I'm just going to keep saying this because this is wild. We would do this thing at our apartment. Um, so anyways, I moved out. That was freshman year. And then sophomore year, lived somewhere else. And then junior year, I lived off campus with my buddies. And he was still in our group. And... um and uh, we would do this thing at parties where he'd be that, and it would be called the Dog Bowl. In hindsight, I know why college kids just die out of nowhere. Um, no, he didn't die, but we'd do this thing called the Dog Bowl at the party, and he, we would get a bowl, right? Just a fucking, not like a small, yeah, like a cereal bowl. And people would just dump alcohol into the bowl or anything. I remember one time, Beer, vodka, no, it was, it was never wine, but like rum. Somebody dumped a five-hour energy, and he would just chug the fucking thing, and then we would just be like, that was the most insane shit I've ever seen in my life. And if you, like as a 30-year-old, just imagining what that would do to me the next day, I couldn't even fucking fathom wanting that ever in my life. Just like we would put like literally like five-hour energies soda, water. I think they would put, I think food got its way in there. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. And this, that's the thing about like when you do all that shit from college and then you leave college, you're like, I'm a mature adult. They should pay me more money. And in hindsight, you're like, you're a piece of shit. You're lucky you're fucking hired. If I ever have a company and I have some like senior in college, I'm like, dude, I know you. I was you. You're lucky I'm paying you. That's why they probably unpaid interns forever because you're like, this kid smells like shit. You want to graduated. You're like, first, even like, yeah, like the first couple years after high school or college, you're just like, I'm mature. I'm a mature person who uh, has a job, but I still go out on Thursdays and get blackout drunk and somehow make it to work on Friday. And uh, yeah. We would go to fucking, me and my buddies from Connecticut, there was a bar called Humphreys, and they would do Long Island iced teas, $3 for a Long Island iced tea, which is absurd because in LA, they charge you fucking, I paid $20 for a drink once in LA, and it was a Long Island iced tea, and I was at fucking, why can't, oh, I was at Rush, me and my buddy Jeff and Bobby, we were at Rush, and we were like drunk, we are like, yeah, let's get a $19 uh, Long Island, that's smart, but anyways, um, Humphreys. They would do three, $3 Long Island ICs. And I'm not even kidding you. On the second fucking Long Island, you blacked out. Like it was like four loco before they canned it. And maybe not the caffeine, but you drank two. You were fucking done. It was literally just two cups of alcohol that they're like, have fun. And I don't know why, because you're like, wouldn't you want them to buy more? Why are we going to just... This, pe- this place also got in trouble because they would empty out Grey Goose bottles and put cheaper vodka in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just hilarious. 
that place we would go drink two long islands and every time i would black out and every time i came to i was it was like a new random i remember like blacking out and i'm like we're in the parking lot so like it's not somewhere at the bar and i'm just like Bleh. and then i'm like looking and there's like the, i'm block i'm supposed to be blocking this girl me and my buddy are blocking this girl from pissing in between two cars we're like <laughs> Blacked out then once and woke up. Me and my buddy were in some girl's apartment. It was like fucking two in the morning and she was cooking, frying sausage and screaming at us. And I'm just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. That's right, baby. Connecticut. Puerto Ricans be making sausage. You're gay. Yeah, show me how. I'm like, hey, Walter, that's not the good. That's not a good little. It's not a good look, my guy. What are we going to take away from this episode because I don't want to do it anymore? Oh, boy, bands. I do like bands. If you play an instrument, that's cool. I think just uh, don't bring it out ever. Uh, just do it in the comfort of your own home. It's funny. My buddy Aaron just moved, and I help him. And we're same situation where there's like this little free space under his apartment, and the landlord wanted to rent it out to some dude who's going to practice drums. And I'm like, I would, I would literally fucking kill somebody. I, if somebody was the play right below me, and my landlord rented to them for $100 so they can just fucking attack a drum set. You die. It's not that I hate drums. Wouldn't hate the person. Although the person, I'd be like, hey, asshole. Like, what do you th- what do you think this is? You can just come to a fucking neighborhood and just start banging on drums. It's just the idea. You're like, people, just go do it somewhere in the woods. Just go anywhere, you know. Just take your fucking shit. That's why there's like cults who do drum circles in the woods. I think they, they're catching on, right? I just want music to sound like how, I don't know. That was my biggest, my first concert I ever went to. I was just like, I just want music to sound like it does on the radio. Like not like that. I know, understand that defeats the purpose. You want a little live flair to it. But it's just like, I'd go see like shit. And I'd be like, this doesn't even sound like what the fuck. This sounds like a tired band who's sick of playing that song. That's all it sounded like. And that's why, to end on a douchey note, I like seeing DJs live. Because, dude, it's just fucking... You can play a DJ song on this, and you're like, oh, it's good. DJ music live with like good fucking speakers and shit. Amps, whatever you want to call those things. It sounds numbingly better. Like, I'm not fucking, like, raving and shit, but I'm just saying, like, that music live sounds so fucking good because it was, like, engineered and made with those speakers in mind. I guess you can say the same for... I guess you can... Can you say the same for, like, band music? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like band music was made. They they record each instrument by itself, and then they level them so it sounds right. And then you go live, and they're all fucked up. But you get a DJ, at least this, I know this is douchey, I understand, but just like for the idea of like that music with speakers sounds way better. And that's all I have to say about that. So guys, um, the takeaway, I like giving you guys, uh, I like giving you guys a little, uh, little anecdote of, I wanted to talk about like 40 other fucking things. 40 minutes. Eh, let's chat a little more. I was trying to see I've been doing a lot of, like I've been noticing so much with like dating lately just how much 
being the nice guy, this is my, my argument, being the nice guy does not work. It's not admired. It just doesn't work. And I was thinking about this because girls are always like, oh, I think anybody, but let's use like how girls go after like fucking, Ooh, he's a loser. He's fucking not doing well, blah, blah, blah. Or like guys go after like chicks who seem more uh, floozy-ish than others. And I was thinking about it. Maybe this is like a very obvious thing, but I'll, you know, those people, I feel like when you look at somebody who's very nice to you and very in your, like not even in your face, but just very nice and too considerate, they're just flashing the, they're like flashing, I want to commit to the person that they're being nice to, which in turn, everybody's has a fear of commitment. Let's be perfectly honest. Nobody's like willing to just jump into shit constantly. And I was thinking about it where I was like, that's what it is. When you're nice, you're just being like, I'm willing, I'm now, now like we commit. And it freaks the person out versus somebody who's like a floozy, just kind of doesn't have shit going. Nothing about them seems is going to make you feel uneasy like they're trying to like settle down right away. And I think everybody, whether you want to admit that or not, that's a comforting thing. That's why we go after the fucking idiots because nothing about the idiot. Okay, that's fucked up. Something when people flash like they're non, they don't want to commit. However, that body language personality, characteristics, however that may be, I feel like people are drawn to that because they don't feel the pressure to fucking like immediately settle down. You just see this so much on like these fucking dumb dating apps where it's like, it's so cordial, but I'm like, why is being nice not fucking, why is it just like turn everybody off? And I was like, oh, it's because it's just people wanting to just mimic the idea of settling down in a way I guess is that true I don't know why do you think that is man I feel like because when like if a girl's slutty you're just like I don't obviously don't have to commit to this there's nothing you have to commit to same with girls going after these like fucking grunge freaks they're like you can have fun with it. You're like, I don't got to commit to that, obviously. But then when somebody's like nice, you can't do because then you feel like a little self conscious. And then there's like kind of this. Ugh, ugh. That's a thing. That's the thing I was thinking about. The thing I was uh, thinking about is the thing. Not that I'm going to change. Like, but then I was like, maybe you just, uh, maybe the trick is up front, you're just like, I don't want any. See, I feel like if you say you don't want anything, then they're gonna be like, "Oh, fuck you," type shit. You get it. Such an is there so many avenues you have to approach this at. But I was just like, maybe you just say like, "I'm just not trying to do shit right now." If it becomes something, that's fine. Which it sounds shitty to say out loud, but then as even me just saying that, it feels like you're more like open, and at least you're being uh, very clear with your transparent. You're being transparent with your fucking. Like when you like talk to 30 year olds on dating apps, just like, it's just so like professional, like the, what the, my, I, this is what I want. My, my needs are what I want. to very communicative and transparent. You're like, what are we fucking hiring each other for like work? What is this? What kind of like weird conversation are we having right now? That's what it is too. You're just like, what the fuck? It's so like businessy. I want a partner who's willing to settle down and commit to the transparency of my personalities and we are going to understand each other's flaws and understand and be reciprocating of them. You're like, 
I don't want to work here. I don't want to work at this company. I want a company who's like, show up when you want. I mean, take big, long lunch breaks. I don't give a fuck. You're like, that's the business I want, baby. They maybe get a little more strict over the years because they realize they're, that's every, that's like a, <laughs> that's like my company now, but over the years, they get a little more strict. There's still freedom when you want, but it's like, they're like, all right, chill. We knew you. We knew you had your fun when this started, but uh, let's start to settle that down. That's a good relationship. That's every relationship. You get into it. You're more of a temp. They don't expect you to fucking, they're not really breathing down your neck because they just want you to do a couple jobs. And then, you, you know, you stick around and you start to show value and you find more value in them. And then your relationship gets a little more uh, rigid and you're, uh, you know. Maybe you're not having late nights anymore because you got to get to work early and you don't want your boss questioning what the fuck's up. I like how every girl says she's intuitive. Yeah, I'm just intuitive. I just can sense. I can sense what's happening. It's like, yeah, then why do you keep asking me who I'm texting? Because you should probably know, you fucking witch. Um, yeah, I don't know. Guys, it's been 43 minutes, and I'm officially over this, so you are the best. If you got it this far, please smash that like button. If you didn't get this far, you'll never hear this. Isn't that crazy? There's some people who will never hear this audio in their life. It'll probably be me because I'm not going to listen to this piece of shit. I'm just kidding. Guys, um, I'm excited. I think I have some tour stuff. Not to, Okay, wow, that was very, very... Uh, embellished I think I have some dates coming up that I would like to plug but we'll talk about that earlier in the episode next time or we'll we'll iron it out but I would just uh I really want to have people start coming to shows I think it'd be fun and we'll get fucking nutty um all right guys thanks for watching I appreciate it sorry for missing a week I didn't say that earlier I apologize holidays gets crazy and LA is just they put locks on our doors so it's just kind of chaotic I didn't really feel in the mood to, like I wanted to do one of these but thank you for watching and I will see you next week bye